The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. Hey, what's going on? My name is Tyson Stockton from previsible.io. And in this episode, we're going to be diving into the topic of backlinks. Joining me today is Bree Moru, who is the director at White Light Digital Media, which is a smart, lean, remote league of e-commerce marketers who partner with the best in the industry. They believe that numbers speak louder than words, and they use streetwise style of business intelligence to cut through the noise, growing your ROI while you sleep at night. They are the thought leaders, not blog readers and partner with fellow pioneers to make their rules in the digital game. And today, Bree and I are going to be discussing Backlinks 3.0. How is the world of backlinking evolving? And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. And with that, here's my conversation with Bree Maru, the director at White Light Digital Media. Bree, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Tom. Excellent. So we're diving into the topic of backlinks. And I know some people are probably, we're going to get a mixed bag of response from it. I think you hear a variety of opinions on it. But end of day, backlinks still matter. And so it is a space that's evolving and changing. But I think one, to just to set the stage, we can all agree they are still significant. They are still a part of our world. And what's your kind of, I guess, initial stance on 
just the state of backlinking today in SEO? Well, the state of backlinking today, there's been an apocalypse coming for a very long time. It just hadn't hit until 2021. And basically, Google has been aware for a very long time that there's been a lot of manipulation going on with backlinking and a lot of people using databases. And so I'll give people a bit of history on how we got to the links update of 2021 and what's happened since then. So basically, in pre-2011, 2012, there was no algorithm updates and there was no black hat and white hat SEO. And I started SEO 15 years ago in 2006. And back then, we were basically able to do whatever we wanted. It was very, very easy I wish we were back there because <laughs> I should I should have charged a lot more and taken a lot more opportunities. But what we used to do back then, and what was the common strategy was, was you used to use this platform called Easy Articles, which was like a magazine publishing site which you could upload content to. And so if you're going after a specific keyword, you'd basically write one article, you get a Filipino writer to write 500 words of content for like 2 or $3, and then basically rewrite that content 100 times. So it was always unique content. And then you'd put keyword-rich anchor text of whatever keywords you were targeting for, whether it was your affiliate site or a client site, and then you just upload all those and bam, you'd have 100 links. And that's how it used to work. And obviously, Google saw that everyone was doing that. And then they basically brought out the Penguin and Panda updates in 2011, 2012. And basically, that kind of like just created a whole bunch of controversy. And a lot of people got, got a lot of pain in, in that time. And so, so, basically, so from that point forward, people had to reinvent how backlinking was done. And then that's when guest posting started to become more and more popular. So basically, we'd start to outreach. When we started guest posting after that point, I, we used to reach out to one in four sites would say yes for a free guest post for free content. That's how easy it was back then. And because people just wanted content. Obviously, the world's changed a lot since then. And so what ended up happening is we progressed forward to the late, late 2018. And from that point forward, people said, you know, PBN started to become more popular, which is private blog networks. So people would buy expired domains that have a higher DA and then basically rework them and make them look like a new site or whatever kind of site. And then they'd basically start selling backlinks from those because they had a higher DA. And everyone's, everyone thought, yep, DA is the main metric that we need. And it was the main metric that we needed at that time. So people, they were basically building these private blog networks on expired domains or creating databases with... Uh, companies that were willing to accept cash for guest posts. So they'd have a site that was ranking for some keywords and basically they'd take, you know, 50 or $100 to basically accept a guest post on that site. And so Google was very smart. And so I, I was the founder of a, a conference called DMSS and we used to have um, Gary Ilias, who was the, basically took over Matt Katz's job. And so I used to spend quite a bit of private time with him and kind of knew what was kind of happening behind the scenes with Google. So I kind of had a bit of a head start and understood what, where we were heading. And so what happened was the PBNs and the databases ended up becoming the same thing as Easy Articles was 10 years ago. And you basically go out, you have like, you'd contact a backlinking agency and you'd go, hey, I want to get 20 backlinks a month or whatever it was. And they just use their own PBN networks or they would use the databases that they'd have. But what you would find, like, let's just say that you're in the health niche, you would find that 
after about three or four months, they wouldn't start giving you health health websites anymore because they would run out of health sites from their database. And then they'd start giving you more general sites. And that was kind of the pattern. And this is the pattern to look out for with any backlinking agency. And then when the link spam update hit in July 2021, it didn't take everyone down straight away. But ever since then, everything has changed. And I know this because I know the people that run the largest backlinking agencies in the, the very common names, all of their orders plummeted because people were paying, let's just say, $3,000 a month for backlinks for two or three years or however long, just blindly buying links and, and having their traffic increase basically just got hit. And they were like, oh, well, we were spending like $50,000 a year on backlinks and you know it was working and now it's not. Well, let's cancel the retainers. Now, my speculation in part of this is that Google obviously is trying to drive more profit to shareholders, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, it's, the practice is bad, and I can explain more about the practice. But I think basically what in, in that moment, and since that moment, that most people have deferred that backlinking budget to Google Ads because they just lost a whole ton of traffic, and now they're spending more money on ads. And obviously, Google, all these big tech companies, I'm saying there's probably some correlation in there as well because people definitely shifted, but we saw the trend of people going from having large backlinking retainers, shifting more into Google Ads as well. So it made it harder. So any questions there from what I've said? No, I think it's it's super helpful to set the stage for the listeners and just kind of like how we got to this stage. And I do think from the business sense, it's like, yeah, like Google Ads, it's a little bit more of a, a light switch where it's like a predictable spend. Hey, I can get this return. So it's like with making this kind of transfer, it's similar like a, a transactional approach to it. So it's like, hey, I can put X budget to it. I can expect this return. And it's very kind of straightforward in that sense. What, as far as like more recently, like what are you seeing kind of as, as the recent changes within the space? Well, the recent changes within the space, I mean, realistically, so we've always done high quality. We know of only two other companies that actually do genuine outreach. So we have a team of, of 70 in our agency and we have 40 backlinkers in the company and that's growing. And it takes us basically six people to build a backlink. It's a, it's a process. It's a really, really laborious process in between six to 10 hours to build one single backlink. Now, we're competing against, we were competing <laughs> at the moment. We've doubled our, our clients just from the LinkSpan update because people woke up and realized that they'd been caught with their pants down and they came to a genuine genuine agency that actually does genuine outreach. So yeah, it takes between six to 10 hours for us to build one backlink. So it's a really long process. And when we're competing against these companies that basically had to either had their own private blog networks or had a database and they could just literally go and buy a link. And the thing is, is that what happened is, and what you would see is, there's a couple of things that you would see. Firstly, all, everyone would have the same backlinks because they're all buying from the same databases. So all your competitors and everyone had those same junk kind of backlinks because they were just, even with the large enterprise clients too, like some of our clients have like two or $300,000 a year budget in backlinking and they're just trying to get scrambling to get as many backlinks as they can. So they kind of compromise on quality a lot as well. But what you're finding was that basically there's a really easy footprint for Google to see that these are database, you know, they have right for us. So you can really see that these are these are fake websites. And so basically 
we're moving we're moving away from from that area where Google is saying now, all right, we need rele- we need relevant websites that are actually ranking for keywords that this website wants to rank for. And it's basically about relevancy and is it ranking for the specific keyword. And this is all that we focus on. So we we had an option to go down the Haro path, like help a reporter out and to create this other strategy, which we call golden links. And so we started like experimenting with Haro as well and we we're doing Haro work. But Haro is a PR link. So basically, um, for the listeners that don't know about Haro, it's like a reporter will come along and go, hey, I need a specialist in a vet. Let's say you were running, working for a vet and they said, we need a vet to do a, a quote on. And so that you basically put a submission and send it off and hopefully your quote would get submitted and get a link to back to the website. But with Haro, the issues that we found was that there's limited opportunities in that space and more and more people were coming into it. So Haro is definitely one way to go and, and PR because Basically, what Google's looking for is two things. Really, really high quality websites that are like, you know, news sites, like proper news sites or proper sites within that industry that are not real authorities. Or they're looking for websites that have traffic in that specific niche. Now, when we started doing our process, so we were working with, we started testing with a very large brand that had like thousands and thousands and thousands of brands that we could work with. And so what we would do is you basically go in and put the keyword, let's say they were, they were focusing on Nike shoes. So we just put in Nike. And we'd basically prospect and find anyone ranking with relevant keywords in the top 30 that had page traffic. So we're looking for page traffic, basically, because if Google is giving these sites traffic, it deems it trustworthy. That's the difference. And that's what you'll find the difference with private blog networks and database-driven sites. You'll find that they have a traffic of over a thousand searches a month. But if you... When clients would come to us, we would actually run their backlinks through and you'd find this pattern of, Someone's bought an expired domain. They're getting, basically, we separate traffic into two types, commercial and informational. So informational is like, what color is the sky? The funniest one that I found that someone was ranking for with these private blog networks was, is David Hasselhoff gay? And so they just, they kind of rank for really easy to rank for keywords that will get them the minimum traffic value of a thousand. So, you know, it would be like a DA50 with a traffic value of a thousand. But when you actually look further into that actual website, you will see that they're ranking for like, like especially in the tech space, they'll rank for like random like XYZ plugin or like just kind of weird stuff like that. So not ranking for relevant keywords. So we only go after relevant keywords. And when we realized we'd cracked it, is we had a client come to us asking us for backlinks in the synthetic urine niche. And we were like, oh, you know, we're working with this big e-commerce client that we could just get links for Nike, Adidas, and all this kind of stuff that had page traffic. And we're like, oh, synthetic urine, this is going to be quite complicated. And we basically figured out that we could use the same process on smaller, really, really niche websites as well. So we were able to get those links. And so that's what's changed. What's basically all those links that would are database-driven and that are private blog networks they, they just don't work anymore. And what will happen is you'll go to a link provider and they will provide you these links. And at the point of when you bought them, they had a traffic of over a thousand. But what you'll find if you like look at them, dissect it further, you'll find that after two years, like so we'll go back and go, oh, someone come to us and say, we've been working with this XYZ agency. These are the links they built for us and we'll put them in Ahrefs. And you'll see this like traffic spike that goes up and then just drops off drastically and they'll sell links at the top of, of that process. 
And then if you run them through, if you run that through Screaming Frog, you'll find all the guest posts that they've done. They normally do about 300 is kind of where they cap it at. And so if you run it through, you're running it through Screaming Frog, you're going to find a Viagra article, then an online gaming article, then your article, which is really rare. You don't want to be. So obviously that's what was going on and we were competing against that. So it was very frustrating for us because we were putting a lot of hard work in. And since the Link's my update, it's been a lot better for us because now that's become more clear and more evident that that doesn't work anymore. And so like we have one example where we were going for, because we're approaching it differently, we're not going after right for us guest, guest posts and all this kind of stuff. We're actually targeting people that not everyone else is targeting. We're getting links that other people aren't getting. We're getting real links, basically. That's the point. And what happens, let's just say with a synthetic urine example. So someone's got an article on, you know, synthetic urine <laughs> and they'll read the article and it's ranking, it's ranking quite well and it has page traffic. So people will read the article and we'll have the keyword term, we'll find that in there because they're ranking for a synthetic urine keyword variation, we can comfortably put the anchor text synthetic urine and link back to our client site. Because it's it's completely irrelevant. It's not like some random article in between stuff. And they will find that our clients were getting traffic because they're clicking on those links and Google's tracking all that as well. And then going through and actually buying products from the referral from the backlinks. Not that we say that's why you should be building backlinks, but that's like a little added bonus as well. So basically Google's tracking the relevancy and whether or not people are clicking on links. Because if you've got an article in a synthetic URI thing and, and there's a link there and you click on it, you go to that page. It's very different from a guest post that's it's a, that's an orphan page that's never ever seen. It's never ever ranked for anything. None of those guest posts that the people have bought have ranked for a single thing. So and that's the difference there. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges, or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. And it's too, it's in a lot of ways of like the story of going back is it's basically just reaffirming the like, does this provide actual value? And it's like bringing it back to an actual like <laughs> beneficial state for the user versus the kind of masking and high volume play of uh, let's call it the wild west of seo before 
And to be honest with you, like the PBNs and stuff, like sometimes it still works and it, it's still working, but there is a point at which they the way that I look at it is that there's a point at which they hit where they trigger the algorithm, whether the algorithm is getting tighter or they kind of trigger a ratio of backlinks that's too much guest posting compared to other kinds of links. Because if they just go out, if you go out and just build only database and PBN links, sure, it might rank for a while, but basically it will just trigger at some point. It's going to cross yeah. that threshold. And so in, in the, like with that in mind, it can still be a component within the toolkit if it's used in a mindful, maybe limited capacity. <laughs> and that's then, would you say that that's fair? Like if someone's like, hang, I'm going to do a little bit that's just maybe, uh, let's say like, setting the floor <laughs> in the room and then building the high quality human effort on top of that. Like, would you say that that still can be a viable solution or it's something that you're like, avoid at all costs? No, it's definitely a viable solution. So we still do guest posting, but we only guest post on relevant sites. Like we're very, very particular about, we knock back 90% of what our leads are generated because our high because the difference between us and most link building agencies is that we're not there to sell them links. We're there to do SEO for them and build links. So our we're aligned with them in actually generating revenue to keep us employed. So we can't just sell them them junk. So we have to make sure that the guest posts still work. In saying that, to go to your point, Yes, it's a common thing. And so we work with a lot of entrepreneurs that will start these kinds of sites and they will start with a PBN expired. They start with an expired domain that's quite relevant and then they'll blast it with a whole bunch of PBN links. And then if that site takes, they'll buy 10 websites and then two or three of them might take off and actually start getting some traction. And once those two or three that start getting traction, they start replacing those PBN links with genuine links. So it, it is a strategy that people still use today in saying that, yeah, like, yeah, I'm not the expert in that process, but that's definitely a strategy that people definitely use. And it, it still works there, but it's getting more and more, it's getting harder. It has to you, you really, the ratio of guest posts to like Haro links or PR links or, or branded links needs to be, it has to kind of fit within a certain metric. And that's where the difference is. I mean, with this, I feel like the overarching description follows a lot of the similar themes that we've seen in other facets of SEO, where essentially the rules or the evaluation criteria is getting stricter to sift out and value the more quality backlinks from whether it's authoritative domains, niche domains for a specific topic. But that's kind of in a similar vein or a similar evolution into how the evaluation of content and more quality content is having a better performance or a higher reach to it, or how the stakes are rising from a page performance or core web vitals perspective. And so it sounds like within the world of backlinking, it's not a complete shift from what was valuable before. It's just more of like, yep, some of those cheaper high volume plays don't hold the same weight that they did once before, that it, it keeps tightening and tightening. And ultimately, it's trying to sift out like quality from volume. 
That's exactly right. And in saying that, another point I'd just like to raise and come back to as well is basically there's two types. As I said before, there's informational keywords and commercial keywords. Now, the commercial keywords, that's where the money is for Google. So those kind of keywords are what Google's really interested in. That's where the AdWords are. There's no AdWords on is David Hasselhoff game. But so you can you can play the play in those kind <laughs> yeah, of informational yeah, areas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's you can play the play in those informational areas. But most of our clients are, are like we were targeting make money online. You know, that's incredibly difficult niche and, and a lot of budget goes into that process. And there's a lot of and it's obviously a very, very high CPC. And that's where Google's really focusing the algorithm. Like it'll let those other sites that are ranking for random things kind of do their thing. But in that specific space where it's really a lot of money for a lot of revenue for Google, that's where the algorithm we find is more in play. And we also know that the Google manipulates, it doesn't just use the algorithm for specific types of niches like the health niche. It manually goes, they don't say that, but I know offhand, the basic, they manually go through and adjust things manually as well. They don't use the algorithm all the time, specifically in those really, really high commercial ones as well. And so what I was going to say was, so from that, like we got one link from a position three on a one word keyword, a backlink. So because we, we take a different angle, like not everyone, like we're all getting those emails every day, like, hey, dear sir, madam, do you want to buy my guest post? Here's my guest post. It's like everyone's getting them, you know? Yeah, and, I, got, uh, I have an inbox full of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, and so we don't take that approach and we have a different approach. We're very targeted with who we, we go after. And th- these people are not really getting targeted because they're not databases and people aren't really doing genuine outreach. We find that we're getting really high DA, high volume keywords, a high page volume on that specific page keywords because we'll go we want to link on this page like specifically this page and we got a link from a a keyword that had 60,000 page monthly visitors and was a one keyword like a single word keyword phrase and it was position three for that keyword we got one link to a client's website it it cost a lot more than what so we yeah, you know, we can't tell how we work, but basically we have publication budgets and things like that. But if we find things like, like that diamond in the rough, then we got that one link to that, our client's website. As soon as we got that one link on that 60,000 page views, not monthly views, like page views on that one page, the client just went straight, just rocketed straight up. So because they're getting clicks, they're getting links, it's it's like super relevant and very, very competitive niche. And to get those, those kinds of links are very, very hard. Interesting. Maybe... Last question that I have for you on this, what kind of expectation setting do you give with clients on time to impact from embarking on like a backlinking campaign or strategy? That's a very good question. You know, uh, so basically the way that we look, the way that we approach it, because we're the only company in the world that does this. And so it's a, there's a lot of education around it. The only people that really understand what we're doing are other SEOs we call it our agency. We call ourselves the, the um, SEOs for SEOs, like that, because we, we kind of deal with the higher end, the more educated clients. So, if you go to a client that's uneducated in backlinks or this whole process, they're like, "Well, I can just go and buy a guest post over there for you know one hundred and sixty dollars. Why would I buy your link? You know what I mean?" And so they don't really get it. But the people that get it, and they're like, "Holy crap! You guys are doing like a hey, genuine outreach, and you're getting like." Synthetic urine links from synthetic urine related websites, as, as an example, like no one does that. You know, we've, we've tried all these other agencies and we're getting these, you know, generic, you know, 
health niche websites. And, and so what we tend to do is we sit down, we look at the competition and we normally pick like two or three target pages, depending on the budget of the client. And we normally pick like two or three, like some clients come in and they're all guns blazing and they just want to drop a whole bunch of cash down because they were spending it over there and they need to get their traffic back up. And those kinds of clients, they come in all guns blazing and we can do what we'd love to do. We have clients on very, very large retainers and they've come in at a lower point. Let's just say they've come in on, so our minimum retainer size is like 1500 bucks a month. And if we're doing that, we'll probably just target like two pages if the client's like a bit skeptical or doesn't really understand the whole process. And we we actually work everything, we have an account manager and actually work with the client to their specific requirements as well. But in saying that, if we could sit there in an ideal world and I can sit there and say, cool, this client needs at least $3,000 a month to hit these two or three target pages because it's the 80-20 rule. When they come to us, they're often building links to the wrong pages. Now, just to give some perspective, We'll have a lot of clients that have been ill-informed or done bad keyword research by some outsourced company that's outsourced in India or the Philippines, and they've been told to go after these pages. Now, let's just say you have a budget of $55,000 a month for backlinking, which is quite common in this space, and you're spending $60,000 a year and you're linking to the wrong pages. Firstly, that's just like, it just blows my mind that this even happens. And that's the reality. Like, this is the honest reality. And the second thing that we, we often recommend and what we see so commonly, and even only half of our clients really take us up on this, is we're like, just spend $1,000 with us on keyword research and optimizing that one page perfectly because you're going to spend, if you're spending $5,000 or $60,000 over a year, just drop a grand on making sure the page that you're targeting is optimized as perfectly as possible. And you'd be surprised how many clients are resistant. That is like, no, we just want backlinks. We just want backlinks. No, 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 no. Let's just take yeah, you know, one sixtieth, one sixtieth of that budget and get it perfect as best that we possibly can, and build the backlinks at the same time. So this is another issue that we see. So yeah, uh, that's a great, great point. And yeah, hopefully more people would follow in, the, <laughs> in those footsteps there. But with that, it wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks again to Bream Maru, director at White Light Digital Media, for joining us. In part two of this conversation, which will be published tomorrow, Bree and I are going to continue the conversation and go a little bit deeper on beating the Google link spam update. If you can't wait until the next episode and would like to learn more about Bree, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit his company's website, wldm.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.